Hey everybody, welcome to a breaking news true crime pop-up. I'm Christy Brower and I am your host today. And we have some big news in a big case, our biggest case, the uh, Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow Daybell case. So we have learned... Um, and this has been this has been breaking all day, so you may have seen this in other places, but we have learned that there has been or is being a grand jury convened in Fremont County, Idaho, which is where the children were found. Tylee Ryan and uh, uh, J.J. Vallow were found on June 9th of 2020 after they'd been missing for about nine months, but they'd actually been dead that entire time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming in. I see you coming into the chat if you're listening live. The big news is that there is a grand jury convened to take a look at the murders of Tylee Ryan, J.J. Vallow, and Tammy Daybell. All in the same place. Well, we don't know exactly if Tylee and JJ were killed there, probably not, but that's where they were buried. And of course, that is where Tammy died as well. So let me explain this just a little bit. So a grand jury is a secret proceeding. We will not get to know anything that's said there, which is really sad for us as podcasters. <laughs> But also very happy for us because this is potentially indictment, will potentially bring about indictment of Chad and Lori for the deaths of all three of these people. So right now, Chad and Lori are both sitting in jail awaiting trial on conspiracy to conceal and destroy evidence, which is actually the evidence is the bodies of Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow, which were found on Chad Daybell's property on June 9th of 2020. So as you know, we've been reporting on this from the very beginning. And the big question always is, when are they going to charge these people with murder? Well, my friends, it's happening. And it's happening I think in a very smart way and in a way that is completely separate from the conspiracy charges. So the prosecutor in Fremont County, who is not Wood, Wood is the prosecutor in Madison County, and he was appointed a special prosecutor over the conspiracy case. Okay, so Lindsey Blake, who is the prosecutor in Fremont County, which is the county in which all of these cases actually originate, got the right to prosecute these cases back from the attorney general a couple of months ago. Um, what, what was happening is just as this case was occurring, um, the uh, attorney, the prosecutor in Fremont County was retiring. And so they were getting a new one and they were really afraid that this case was going to get messed up because of the change. So the attorney general took on some of it 
They also appointed um, Prosecutor Wood for some of it. Now what they're doing, and yes, Paula, I wonder if that explains Pryor's reddest ever face at the hearing about the DNA. Yes. Okay, so we've known for a while things have gotten real secretive with the hearings that we have been seeing with uh, Lori and Chad and their attorneys. Well, pretty sure this is why. So a, a uh, grand jury is done privately. So we will never know who was um, interviewed, you know, who was who was cross-examined, who, you know, we won't know what, what in evidence was given there. Maybe after the fact, you know, some things will be released. But right now, here are some reasons to do this. So in Idaho, you have a couple of choices. You can charge somebody and then do a preliminary hearing to see if there's enough evidence to hold them over for trial. We saw that happen with Chad um, and then Lori, because her her preliminary hearing would have been exactly the same, waived the right to her preliminary hearing, and they moved on to district court to be uh, tried, right? So what they're doing instead is that they are using a, a um, I just lost my word. Well, you know what they're using. I told you about it. Anyway, they're using this uh, different way to indict them. So a grand jury, sorry, brain, guys, it's Saturday. So they're using a grand jury. So the grand jury can indict them and then they're held over for trial. It kind of has the same result, except that it keeps a lot of things private. One of the things that it keeps private is who testifies. So sometimes they use these in cases where the witnesses um, are a little afraid to testify or it's kind of sensitive. They'd use these in sexual assault cases quite often so that the victim does not have to face their attacker in court. But I want you to think for a minute, if you've been following the Chad Daybell, Lori Low Daybell case, who would want to testify but not want anyone to know they were testifying? The first people that come to mind for me are Chad's adult children who were in fact living at that house, who have in fact lost their mother and probably at this point know that she did not die naturally. So I feel like this might be in some respects to allow them to testify without that being public. There are other friends and family members who may or may not have information. But there were, you know, there have been a lot of questions about people being a little afraid to testify, you got to remember that people for a long time saw Chad and Lori as leaders in their spiritual group. I don't know. I don't know if I really want to call it a cult, but it kind of is. They saw them as real leaders. And so there are people who probably do not want to publicly testify against them. But I think particularly Chad's children may be ready to say something about the death of their mother that might have something that, that maybe they just don't want to do out loud. They don't want to do publicly, right? So then there's other evidence. We know there's just been a big fight over DNA. So we know there's some DNA evidence. And we know that Tammy Daybell's autopsy finally came back a couple of months ago. And the... Uh, 
the um, police or the prosecutor's office or whoever are not releasing it because it is still part of an active investigation, which does make you think that maybe they found something in that autopsy that told them that maybe Tammy did not die naturally, right? So there's so many questions. There's so much stuff happening and we will get as many answers to you as we can, but this is big news, okay? They're going to, in the, the um, grand jury is going to convene from May 17th to May 21st. And so they will be hearing all kinds of um, testimony and evidence given. And then they will decide if Lori and Chad can be indicted. Now, there's a risk to this because if they come back and say, no, they can't be indicted, they cannot be charged for what they were seeking indictment on. So it's a little bit risky. I do feel that the huge public attention of this case has created a lot of um, complications and doing a grand jury where it's all secret may um, also, you know, it's, it's very likely that they don't want us all to know what they've got. When it comes to trial, it'll be different. We will learn all of this stuff eventually in their trials. Um, but this is great news because we've all been wondering forever, and people ask us every time we talk about this case, when are they getting charged with murder? Well, guys, it's happening. They're being charged with murder. And this is the grand jury will determine whether or not they can be indicted. So they will be presenting all of their information, all of their witnesses, and it will be done behind closed doors. So anybody that's got something to say about this can do it without Chad or Lori even knowing they did. I feel like that's actually huge and super important in this case because of the religious following that they had, because people saw them as leaders, because there are family members like adult children involved here that may have information that they don't want to talk about publicly. You know, there's also, um, I think about Zulema Pastenis, who was very briefly married to Alex Cox. And there's lots of questions. You know, Alex was Lori's brother. He died in late 2019. And there are lots of questions around his death. And there are lots of questions around his involvement in the death of the children, possibly also the death of Tammy. We don't know for sure. So Zulema, who was married to him very briefly, only a couple of weeks, I think, maybe, or maybe even less, there's been some question about what she really knows. We've talked about this before. Well, this may be an opportunity for her to speak. She does have some kind of um, limited immunity, and we're not sure if that is an Idaho thing or an Arizona thing or maybe both, but I suspect that she is someone that has quite a lot of information in this case that they're going to be talking to. There are a lot of people they want to talk to. We know that there are subpoenas going out. We don't know who all is getting one. And as soon as we have more information, we will let you know. Uh, but, you know, th this is a hear it through the grapevine kind of situation because this is a private secret proceeding. So we're not going to know what's said there, but we excuse me, we are going to know the outcome, which is, fingers crossed, going to be indictment of Chad and Lori in the deaths of all three 
of these people. So big, huge news, something we've all been hoping for in all of the time that we've been talking about this. We've been reporting on this case for over a year. We're coming up on next month, uh, uh, the one year anniversary of the date that they found the children's bodies on Chad's property. And so of course, everyone's going, when are they getting charged? This is, you know, come on, this is murder. We all know it's murder. So pretty big news, uh, very big news. And so I wanted to just pop in, give you what we know and kind of how it's happening and why. And, you know, one thing to know is that this is unusual for East Idaho. We don't see a lot of grand jury cases around here. Most of them are just regular preliminary hearings. So, but this case is bigger and more complicated than anything that East Idaho has ever seen. And, you know, they initially, Fremont County initially really screwed up with Tammy, just took Chad's word for it, buried her like she had just died of natural causes without even considering it was weird for a woman of 49 to just not wake up, especially she didn't really have any health issues. So I do feel like Fremont County is being very intentional about their moves in order to make sure that they don't mess this up again. Because that was a biggie. That's why the attorney general took it over originally. That's why Prosecutor Wood was appointed as the special prosecutor. Now they have a new prosecutor that's been in place for about a year. And she's feeling like, okay, we can handle this now. We can take this on. We're going to do this right. And I feel like that's what's happening. And that I honestly feel like, although I wish I knew what was being said and I wish I knew who was testifying, you know, I wish it was going to be like um, Chad's preliminary hearing because we got so much information out of that. I still honestly believe that they're making the right choice. I feel like they're going to get more information in front of that jury in a, in a grand jury than they would in a public hearing. So we are going to continue to report on this, as you know, and we will let you know as soon as we know more information, there may be more breaking news pop-ups as we learn more things, but wanted to uh, jump in here and let you know that, Hey, woohoo, they're being charged. This is a potential, this is the potential uh, murder indictments for them. So we're finally, finally seeing things move a little closer to justice for Chad and Lori. So, yeah, yeah, Idaho and motorboating, that, cor that uh, coroner really dropped the ball. But yeah, but when you're a good member, then they take your word for it. It's exactly true. When you're a good Mormon guy that everybody likes and knows in your community, they would entirely just take his word. It could happen over and over and over again. And that is what happened with Tammy's death. The husband said she just didn't wake up and she hasn't been feeling well lately and she'd kind of had a cough. And they said, okay, must be natural causes. Boom. That was it, you guys. I mean, seriously, if that had, we'd be in a completely different place with this case if that coroner had caught more of that. But you got to understand, coroners in Idaho, not doctors. Just go through a training. It's crazy. It's totally crazy. And I think that a case like this is great um, evidence for why Idaho needs to step up to the plate and at least have local doctors be the coroner, like something, somebody with some medical understanding, right? Yeah. 
Well, I do feel that this is Fremont County's attempt at uh, righting the wrong and, uh, you know, getting some justice for Tammy and Tylee and JJ. And that's what we really hope for here. This is about them. We want justice for them. We want their families to feel like, you know, that justice has been served. I mean, it doesn't bring their family members back. But at least we know if they are indicted that Chad and Lori cannot hurt anybody ever again. And that's what we want, first and foremost, right? Okay, well, you know it. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for joining me. And we will be back on Monday with our latest case, with our newest case. And of course, we'll be here every week with something. And we will be uh, keeping you updated on the Vallow Daybell grand jury as it unfolds and as we learn more. So thanks for being here, you guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl production.